Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Slide into death. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. Authorities are still investigating how a water slide named Verrucht, which means insane in German, led to an inconceivable tragedy for one Midwestern family. On Sunday, August 7th, 2016, 10-year-old Caleb Schwab began the 264-step climb to the top of the world's tallest water slide at Schlitterbahn Park in Kansas City. In the 18 seconds it takes to ride the slide, the 76-pound Caleb would hurl into the air and emerge from the chute dismembered to the horror of his family below. This is the story of Verruckt Slide of Schlitterbahn Park, the world's tallest water slide, its creator, and how it all went horribly wrong. The Kansas City Schlitterbahn was one of the five parks in the country, all owned by the same family. There's others in Texas. There's the New Braunfels, the South Padre Island, Galveston, and Corpus Christi. Every year, an estimated 2 million visitors go to the parks, a kind of Texan water Disney world, according to bonafiles, as Schlitterbahn devotees call themselves. In Kansas City, Schlitterbahn cost $45 for admission, $35 for children. It's a fair amount of money. But even if you don't make it to the park, you can get a good look at the Verrucht slide from afar. It's 168 feet, 7 inches tall, and it is a monolith of a slide. It's terrifying to even look at the pictures, if that gives you an idea. When it opened in July 2014, it was the biggest attraction at the Kansas City Schlitterbahn. Verrucht means insane in German, and it is. I mean, the ride is taller than Niagara Falls. Here's how it would go down, literally. Three riders inside a rubber raft would plummet nearly 17 stories on an almost vertical drop at speeds of up to 68 miles per hour. Almost when they got to the bottom, they would shoot up a 55-foot-tall incline, that's five stories, before going down one last slope, finally coming to a stop in the long pool at the slide's bottom. It was the crowning achievement of Jeff Henry, the eccentric genius of the Schlitterbahn family of parks. Jeff Henry co-owned the Schlitterbahn Parks with his older brother Gary and his younger sister Jana. At 63, he was a self-proclaimed water showman and considered a kind of water park genius called, quote, an out-of-the-box visionary of water park designs by Tim O'Brien in his book Legends, Pioneers of the Amusement Park Industry. In 1966, Jeff's parents, a Houston accountant named Bob Henry and his wife, Billy, moved to New Braunfels, Texas, to a small camp formerly known as Landa. They built a house and renamed it Landa Resort, where guests could stay, eat, and enjoy two makeshift slides that went into a nearby river. 
Gary Henry, the oldest of the Henry kids, was more of an analytics guy. Jana, the youngest, was a fashion merchandiser. But Jeff, the middle child, was hard to deal with. A loose cannon, maybe. He was like a boomer Huck Finn wearing cutoffs and hanging out in the river, swimming, fishing, canoeing, and eventually giving river tours and patching up rafts for tourists. He also operated a small petting zoo. In high school, Jeff rarely made it to class, and when he did, he would be there barefoot. He would be debating. He was on the debate team, but he didn't turn in homework and did not participate in standardized testing of any kind. According to a family legend, the superintendent then handed Jeff's dad a diploma at kind of the end of his high school experience. He said, tell Jeff we're going to let him graduate so that he no longer has to come back to school. So that's kind of the, the climate of this person and his personality as he grew up. So after high school, or whatever that was, Jeff opened up a kind of retro video arcade bar that he called the Two Bitter Bar and kept working at Landed Resort. There, he noticed that some of the people going down his father's slides were hitting the water too hard. So he invented what he described as a water break, a dip at the end of the slide that slows the guests down. In his early 20s, Jeff was getting more interested in water parks. When he was 22 years old, he visited Wet n' Wild in Disney's River Country in Orlando and was completely inspired. He thought his family could do the exact same thing in New Braunfels, and they did. Bob bought a piece of property next door to the land and built a 60-foot replica of a German castle to reflect the New Braunfels town heritage and called the park Schlitterbahn, which means slippery road in German. Jeff, Gary, and Jana managed the park. Gary oversaw the park's buildings and finances, like a Gary does. Jana did marketing, and Jeff was the chief, I guess, Imagineer. It opened in 1979, drawing around 5,000 visitors in its first season and grew with shoots and raging rivers and rapids and quick drops and all kinds of water stuff for both kids and adults. By 1990, Schlitterbahn was bringing in nearly 500,000 people a year. It had free parking. You could BYOB and BYO pretty much whatever. And everyone really loved the fun, scary rides created by Jeff. The first two rides Jeff created were with a surfer buddy he had named Tom Lochtfeld. Number one was called Boogie Bon, where people would surf on boogie boards over a thin, fast-flowing pool. The second was Dragon Blaster, a roller coaster of water using high-pressure jets to push tubers up and around chutes instead of, like usual, sending them down a slide. Jeff then created the Torrent River and Master Blaster, a combined ride that was six stories high. That quickly became the park's most popular ride. You might see Jeff wandering the park in the 1990s, bearded, wearing a dirty baseball hat, an old fishing shirt, and muddy boots. When he was in his meetings, he pulled off his boots and propped his bare feet up on the table, usually a joint in hand. In fact, in 1994, he pleaded guilty to third-degree felony drug possession after he was caught with 17 ounces of marijuana. Jeff would say, talking about himself, that he was an eccentric, genius, whatever. He was trying to make Schlitterbahn the best water park in the world. But employees would say that he sucked, and he was universally hated for being an arrogant asshole. In a black notebook, Jeff constantly wrote down ideas for new rides, poured over the history of Roman aqueducts, and studied Jules Verne novels. He sold water ride plans to resorts in the Bahamas and Dubai. In 1989, a water park in Brazil, he created a 135-foot slide called Insano, and at the time, it was the world's tallest water park ride. Remember, he might not have graduated high school and definitely didn't study physics or engineering. The fact is, though, he didn't need to have studied those things and he didn't need an education. 
U.S. water park rides are not super federally regulated. It's up to the state to inspect parks or insurers of the water parks to make sure they're up to par. Texas law says the park must obtain a $1 million liability policy for each of its rides and must have all rides inspected once a year by an inspector hired by the insurance company. But that person doesn't need any qualifications aside from being hired by that insurance company. In other words, it's kind of a free-for-all. Schlitterbahn was doing okay, though, even better than okay. It was expanding, and in 2006, investors in Kansas City asked the Henrys to build a Schlitterbahn water park there. A real estate investment trust offered to loan the Henrys $174.3 million for the project, and the state of Kansas threw in $200 million. When the park opened in 2009, it was much smaller than imagined, so Jeff needed a big draw. He was approached by a couple producers from the Travel Channel who said they were looking for a terrifying season premiere of their show, Extreme Water Parks. Jeff, out of nowhere, told these producers that he was building the world's tallest and fastest water slide at the Kansas City Schlitterbahn. And then he just decided to do that. Soon, media caught wind of this giant slide. He told one reporter that the Verrucht was an erotic piece of art and would go down in history as the most terrifying ride ever built in a water park. He told another reporter that he conceived of the Verrucht because he could no longer tolerate the thought of the world's tallest slide being in Brazil. Remember the one that he created? Like you might have seen or heard from us, Jeff's process was very action parky in its modeling, in its endeavor, in the whole process. He relied on a lot of trial and error, sometimes changing his mind about a ride as he was building it and redesigning it on the spot. If the ride wasn't good enough for Jeff, he tore it down and started over. To make the Verrucht work, Jeff and his friend John Schooley, who also had no formal engineering credentials, had to do a lot of math and engineering to figure out how to make the world's tallest ride usable, never mind safe. Although Jeff said he used engineers and architects to help him design it, he also loved his old way of doing things by just doing them and seeing if anyone or anything got hurt. In a field, they constructed a model Verrucht throwing cantaloupes and watermelons down it. They next built a 90-foot-tall model, about half its eventual size, putting the initial drop at a 60-degree vertical angle. Followed by a camera crew from Extreme Water Parks, Jeff loaded a raft with sandbags and sent it down the slide. It lifted off the chute and went airborne, landing yards away. With no mathematical answer to this, Jeff kept the hype of the slide up. In fact, he seemed obsessed with the Verrucht and not in a good or productive way. It is a seriously dangerous piece of equipment today because there are things that we don't know about it, he said at one point. If we mess up, it could be the end. I could die going down this ride. Later, he credited these sensational statements to the TV producers to add drama. He also said that the failures of the 90-foot model were faked at the request of the Extreme Water Parks producers. But, you know, it still got made. On April 25th, 2014, Kansas Governor Sam Brownback and officials from Guinness Book of World Records proclaimed that the Verrucht was the tallest water slide in the world. Days later, Jeff dismantled two-thirds of the slide. The raft was going too fast, and the G-forces were so powerful that passengers might pass out. Even an astronaut couldn't handle it, Jeff would say to Texas Monthly. But then it was time for humans to try it. But before we get on the slide, let's take a little break. It looks like summer might be almost normal. And with that, people will be getting out for long overdue vacations. For me, I'm looking forward to getting back into an actual movie theater. And as usual, playing Best Fiends like crazy. It's that little summer refreshment and my perfect go-to when I need a break from researching true crime and the paranormal. Best Fiends is the perfect travel companion or that much-needed break. You can take Best Fiends with you everywhere. Collect more of your favorite cute characters while you're waiting for that movie to start. Or soak up a little more sun as you try to defeat just one more challenging level. I'm at level 650, and Best Fiends has over 5,000 levels, 
So the fun is endless. Every time you play, there's always something new to experience. Make the most of your summer downtime and spend some time with your favorite fiends. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store and Google Play for free today. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Hi, my name is Lauren Ash. You may know me from starring in TV shows like Superstore or She-Ra or Scare Tactics. And I'm her sister, Christy Oxborough, semi-professional researcher and fully certified internet sleuth. And together, we are the hosts of True Crime and Cocktails, your new favorite true crime deep dive podcast. In season one of our show, we extensively researched all of the new Netflix Unsolved Mysteries episodes. And beginning in January 2021, season two will be a famous fatalities edition. From mysterious celebrity deaths to famous unsolved cases we'll be bringing you more boozy true crime combos so put on your pjs pour yourself a drink and join our true crime slumber party new episodes of true crime and cocktails drop every tuesday angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well if you own a home you know how much work it can take whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality it can be hard just to know where to start but now All you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, hello, how are you? Hello. How are you doing? Are we good out there? Are you using WebMD to diagnose yourself? Please don't. Don't do that. Please don't do it. Don't even go on the internet. In fact, throw your computer out the window. Wait, don't well, do that. Don't do that. Don't. Yeah. Because, you know, you if you're using your computer to listen to us right now. Well, you're using your phone, right? Yeah. Well, An old Zoom? radio? Maybe using a Zoom. We want to say hello to everyone who's listening. Thank you to all of our patrons. And, of course, the low taxes of our government. But we're willing to pay more. Of course. We'll always pay more. We'll always pay more. That's the kind of people we are. Mm-hmm. I want to say hello to our mayors, Ashley Matson. Hello. Joshua Lambert. Hello. Ben Forsyth. Hello. Dara Rosenzweig. Hello. I think that's right. That's right. I think it is. You all get hellos equally. And from that mansion on top of the hill, Ugh. our governor, Avian Noble. Avian, a double hello. So if you want bonus episodes, early access with no ads or chit chat, listen, you gotta, if you're like, ah, I'm a very busy person now, mm-hmm. I want to listen to all these episodes, Whoa. but I don't want to hear any of the BS. Mm-mm. Sorry, yeah, I cursed. Mm, damn. You can go to patreon.com slash ghost town pod, or you can click the link in the description. Also have a new YouTube video out mm-hmm. as a compliment to the dark history of Chippendales. Awesome. So if you want to see my face saying it with some other images, you can go to youtube.com slash Jason Horton or click the link in the description. Now, the part, (laughs) this is tying the whole week, maybe month, maybe year together. Oh, boy. Apple Podcast 
reviews. If you've left one, thank you. If you haven't yet, go thank for it. You. Give it a subscribe or any any platform. Give it a subscribe, uh, five stars. It, if it's out of 70 stars, give it more than five. Damn. But if it's out of five, that'd be weird, right? It's that'd like be so many stars. 70, 43 stars. Is that good or not? I don't mm-hmm. know. We wouldn't have to worry about getting something galaxy. that high. No, never. Excellent hosts and topics, five stars. <gasps> Rebecca perked up. Just I did. Letting I people did. know. I did. She was, this is normally she she takes a nap. So you don't understand. <laughs> I, I usually curl up under the, the desk while Jason reads these. I love this podcast. Maybe it's partly because I'm from New Jersey. What's up? That I appreciate the sardonic and no-nonsense approach. <laughs> TBH, I want to be friends with the host. Done. Easy. <gasps> no nonsense? Yeah. No Yeah. No nonsense. That's the first time we've ever been called no nonsense. Yeah. A lot of no's, but not no yeah, nonsense. Yeah, I feel like we're all nonsense. Anyway, I'm a seasoned lover of all things paranormal, unexplained, historical. I subscribe to Weird New Jersey, which is great. Hell yeah. Love Weird New Jersey. Amazing. As well as the other weird history topics and publications, there's rarely a podcast out there that presents topics I'm unfamiliar with. Yet Ghost Town manages to do it almost every week. The hosts are often the very first to present stories on topics that other podcasts will later pick up on, sometimes years in advance. I love the banter and actually fast forward to listen to the reviews first before going back and finish the episode. It's funny, fascinating, and definitely more entertaining than lore. What? Sorry, Laura. Oh my! That's, I a, that's am a throwback. That's a throwback to another review we have. Yeah. For the record, Laura's great. We Laura's love everybody. Great. Everyone's great. We're for sure. We one one world, one podcast world. That's right. We lift each other up. That is from Claire P two forty three from the U S. Plus A. Oh, I love I my favorite compliment. I mean, I love all compliments all the time, always twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. But I love when people say that they haven't heard stuff and we cover it first that's very that's fun because i do a deep dive i dig in i'm like i'm digging away at the internet just trying to find a beautiful diamond in the rough i have seen there's been times where i've i've seen us do an episode and then see that somebody else has done one trailblazers and but then there's sometimes i see like ones that people do and i was like oh we did that one but it's all you know what i mean it's all out there everyone's interested in the same thing it's just when can you get to that or when you're like i'm in sometimes it's like i'm in the mood for like a weird slide sometimes i want my slide totally normal oh normal yeah no depth why be normal damn yeah i mean the same thing i think i i hear i think we all grew up with a lot of similar cases and you hear something on someone else's podcast you're like oh we haven't covered that i have this angle on this I should do that. Or you're like, that's huge. Like, you know, the Donner Party kind of a thing where I'm like, I've been trying to get my head around covering it. And obviously, that's a really popular case. But. And sometimes other podcasting, they just they just do such a good job. It's like, yeah. and it's such a, like a, you know, like a hot big ticket item, I guess. Yeah. It's like, why bother? Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Now, I do have one really nice review from our Ghost Town podcast YouTube channel where <gasps> I post the episodes too for people awesome. to find. So this one is, I don't have Apple Podcasts, so I'm reviewing here. I really enjoy this podcast. I've been listening on Google Podcasts for a while and finally decided to head to YouTube. Their faces don't match what I expect. Just too, hearing their voices. That's what I want to assume. Yeah, we're uh, just too hot for our voices. And I don't know what the average podcast is. I feel like a lot of podcasters I see, they look like so cool to me. Yeah, like I don't know, maybe because the kind of podcast we are, they're just like dark and I'm weird. I'll chase ghosts and exactly. like whatever. I use my liquid eyeliner correctly. Yeah, okay, yeah. relax. I listen while working from home. I just can't get enough. Sometimes I listen to the break in the middle. Sometimes I don't. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, it's your prerogative. 
but freedom of choice. But it's not that hard to skip right over if you're not into it. I'll be listening in the indefinite future. That is from Cassandra Cullen. Thanks, Cassandra. Cassandra. Thank Cassandra. you. Incredible. And she looks kind of cool with cool glasses. So that's nice. I like cool glasses. Sometimes I see like, I send it to Rebecca and I was like, Swindled, mm-hmm. one of our favorites. Incredible. Friends of the fam, you know, we're totally. like family pretty totally. much. And I, we always sing the praises and they've, you know, the a concerned citizen mm-hmm. we've met, which is, a, yeah. you know. Super cool. It was fun. super cool. Yeah. It's been very supportive of us. But the people that wear Swindled merch are mm-hmm. so cool. They're so cool. It's like, what? Yeah. What do you, I, I don't understand. It's, it's like everyone's like a suicide girl. It's very Kind true. of. Everyone's just so. Like your bangs lay just right. Yeah. And it's like, how am I? I'm an aging white person in this tiny crop top. I don't look like the models. Swindled, why don't I look like the models? Uh, but also, they have cool merch. So maybe that mm-hmm. has something to, to do with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's slide out of these compliments and right back into a dark part of amusement park history. The Verucht. So finally, in June 2014, after several successful sandbag runs, they decided it was time for humans to ride the slide. Jeff Schooley, the brother of Jeff's assistant, and of course Jeff himself, piled into a raft. Jeff notably was wearing cowboy boots. He said, well, man, if I don't ever see you again, it's been fun. And they went down the slide. But they didn't make it that far on the first attempt. The cannon nozzle misfired, and they unceremoniously slid back down to the bottom. But the second time, it worked. Then more and more employees tried it, and on July 10th, the slide was open to the public. Numerous media outlets, including NBC's Today Show and ABC's Good Morning America, were there to document the day. The Verucht had no age restriction, but a rider had to be at least 54 inches tall, that's 4 feet 6 inches, to ride. The riders were divided into groups of three in order to step on a large scale. If the total weight of the three riders was between 400 and 550 pounds, they were ready to go. Media interviewed Jeff and Schooley. They were explaining the ride, along with the net that was placed above the chute, propped up every few feet by semicircular poles to keep them from flying out. As they watched one raft crest down the hill, Jeff turned to Schooley and said, Man, are they hitting the net up there? That boat flew. That boat looked like it flew. Later, of course, Jeff insisted he was being dramatic for camera and not that he had actually seen a raft fly off the chute. And for the next two years, there seemed to be no indications that the Verruck had any problems at all. The ride got so popular that the park officials enacted time slot signups to manage the crowd. Then on August 7th, 2016, Caleb Schwab and his family came to the park. That day, the Schlitterbahn was offering free admission to Kansas elected officials and their families, along with a buffet lunch, and Caleb's dad, a state legislator, qualified the Schwabs. The 4 feet 11 inches tall, 72-pound Caleb qualified to ride the Veru, too. After being weighed, he climbed the stairs to the top of the slide, stepped in front of the raft, and an employee secured him to a seat with a Velcro belt and a shoulder strap. Behind him in the raft were two sisters, one 32 years old and the other 25, who lived near the Kansas-Nebraska state line. The raft hurled forward and then downward. After a few seconds, it reached the bottom of the hill and swooped up the second, 55-foot hill. But instead of staying in its fiberglass flume, the raft flew up into the air. Caleb's head collided with a net and a semicircular metal hoop that arced over the top of the slide. The hoop sliced into his neck, instantly decapitating him. His head and body flew out of the raft and landed on the chute. Waiting for Caleb at the bottom of the Verruft was one of his brothers and lots of other people. As the boy's body slid into the run-out pool, chaos ensued. 
Mercifully, the crowd prevented Caleb's mother from witnessing the scene. It was as horrible a moment as you could imagine, a person who was there recounts to Texas Monthly. A nightmare beyond comprehension. I can't even begin to describe it. The Henrys made no public comment about the death of Caleb Schwab. The Schlitterbahn issued a statement from company spokesperson Winter Prosapio saying, We honestly didn't know what happened. She added that Schlitterbahn was deeply and intensely saddened for the Schwab family and all who were impacted by the tragic incident. A detective interviewed 29-year-old Tyler Miles, the director of operations, who had been working at the park since 2013 and advanced all the way to director of operations from construction worker. He said he was so confident in the ride's safety that on the very day that Caleb was killed, he had brought his wife to the park to ride it. Schlitterbahn employees were required to submit regular ops reports about the rides they monitored, and the Verug had lots of problems. Riders said their shoulder straps had busted loose or their raft had caught air. Our boat 100% went off the tracks, one woman said. A former park lifeguard said Verux had terrified him and his coworkers, and nobody wanted to test the ride in the morning before the park opened. And apparently they would test the ride three different times to ensure its safety. Volunteering for that job was not something that anyone wanted to do. Eleven Schlitterbahn customers said they had been injured on the Verux between August 31st, 2014 and August 5th, 2016, two days before Caleb's death. In five of the incidents, riders claimed they were injured while their rafts were still in the chute. One rider reported that her head had slammed in the headrest and she sustained a concussion when her raft entered the runout pool at high speed. In five other incidents, riders said their rafts went airborne over the crest of the second hill and that they suffered head, neck, and back injuries when their raft slammed back down onto the chute. Another man said that when his raft went airborne, his face and forehead struck the netting and the metal hoop, causing his right eye to be swollen shut for the rest of the day. A 17-year-old lifeguard said that Miles himself ordered him to write a report that downplayed the severity of the injury. Other investigators found that Miles had avoided or delayed making repairs that would have taken the ride out of commission. According to other investigators, Miles hadn't even ordered repairs when a Schlitterbahn manager informed him on July 15, 2016, three weeks before Caleb's death, that the maintenance work on the Verux brake system was a priority. On July 3, 2014, one week before the ride's opening, an engineering firm hired by Jeff and Schooley performed accelerometer tests on Verug's rafts and issued a report suggesting that there was a chance the rafts would go airborne on the second hill. The ride opened anyway, with the weight range unchanged. In 2017, the Schwab family got a $20 million settlement. The two sisters who rode behind Caleb, both of whom suffered incredible facial injuries, also received a settlement. Still, Jeff and his siblings made no public statement. The Verucht was shut down, now not a ride, but a piece of forensic evidence. It was torn down soon after. This past spring, Kansas City prosecutors began meeting with a grand jury, and in late March, the jury issued indictments to Jeff Henry, John Schooley, and Tyler Miles, all pleading not guilty. Before Jeff's arraignment, his 39-year-old daughter, Amber, raced to Walmart to buy her father something resembling a suit. As he walked out of the courthouse, a reporter asked if he had any training in engineering or physics. No comment, Jeff said. One of his lawyers acknowledged that Jeff didn't have such training either. He added, neither did Henry Ford, and he built the car. Currently, Jeff Henry keeps a very low profile in Texas, and the Henrys laid off most of Jeff's design and construction staff. Jeff endured another bad bout of publicity when, in September 2013, Jeff's second wife claimed in divorce papers that he had assaulted, battered, beat, and tormented her during their nearly five-year marriage, and that his use of alcohol and drugs had contributed to the horrific assaults. 
Jeff Henry still maintains that he has done nothing wrong and that he was never told about the 11 injuries on the Verucht prior to Caleb's death, nor was he told about the 2016 maintenance problems. Verucht, he said, is the state-of-the-art technology. I thought we had designed the biggest, baddest thing ever built, a ride that could operate safely and never have a serious accident ever. This case goes to trial next year, 2022, and the Schlitterbahn, still open, is struggling. It's a tragedy, Jeff said. We were a Texas tradition, and now it's over. Man, this guy clings to every piece of his ego up until the very end. It's hard not to think about our episodes on Action Park. Yeah. But this really shines a light on one ride, Mm -hmm. and the person behind it, I mean, sounds horrible. Yeah. Like, you want to say, oh, is is an innovator in a way. And I'm like, sure. I mean, it's, it's interesting when they mention the travel channel. Cause I, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like that's something that, you know, we're like, Oh, let's do some research for the tra- travel channel about mm-hmm. like crazy water parks yeah. and what seems potentially dangerous. So in, in that sense, as far as being, you know, t- to create some kind of interesting controversy mm-hmm. that, that is, that is great. And then so when you said it was taking place starting in like 2014, mm-hmm. I was like, I expected 1985, yeah. 1979. Yeah, you expect action park timelines. <laughs> where, you know, now like more modern technology and, and mm-hmm. maybe learning from the past. I mean, the, the accidents happen at amusement parks. Yeah. They always have and they always will, but this seems like a willfully ignorant. Having people build things that have no qualifications, mm-hmm. hiring people that have no experience just because, oh, I work here. Mm-hmm. Well, now do this. He's like, yeah. I don't know experience in that. And they're like, so? Yeah, exactly. And, and like, you know, in a wider scope of this type of personality and this person, like the idea of like a creative genius, you know, and this is like, I've seen this guy in my own workplaces. Like we all know these people who are like revered because they're creative, I guess. And it's like, that's not all it takes. You can't also be unqualified and asshole and abusive. Like, I, I hope that this is one of those stories that really kind of goes away after a while, this cult of personality, this, you know, er type person, because it's like, it doesn't matter. You know, like, sure, you created some fun things, other people can do that, but you aren't a god, you know, like this just unchecked ego, story after story, just, ugh, it's so frustrating. When you have news people that are chomping the bit to, mm-hmm. and that's their job, I get yeah. it, or reality shows, uh, travel channel type shows. I mean, they, you know, they want to cover interesting things and there's people out there and there's people like us, frankly, that are interested mm, yeah. in stuff like this. But of course, not at the expense of, you know, I'm sure nobody wants, you know, I'm sure nobody wants these things to happen. It doesn't help mm-hmm. or benefit, but also nobody seems to care enough or they only want to take responsibility for how great and interesting and light world changing it is. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, listen, a, a big water slide is great doesn't change anybody's life. It's not Mm -hmm. like going to bring nations together. No, but it can kill you, and it will. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.